0: So there I was at a Radio Shack in the late 80s. Yeah, you remember Radio Shack, right? There's not a lot of them left anymore. You go in and you can nerd out on all the circuits and all the electronic gadgets that you might need. It used to be a booming retail operation, but they've kind of faded And I think they started fading well before they figured out they were fading. But that's not the point of today's podcast. I was in a radio shack in the late 80s. I was in high school. Now, I was a bit of a geek in high school. It was a strange mix. I was on the basketball team, and I programmed computers. I couldn't figure out which group to sit with at lunch. (laughs) But I was in this radio shack, and I was playing around on one of the first computers. They had it sitting out on display, and it was turned on. And I just was... Programming, I'd learned some basic programming and I was sitting there for about 15 or 20 minutes and I just programmed out a little program that wrote my name on the screen. Yeah, that's right. That's how computers used to work. If you just wanted to write your name on the screen, it was about 25 lines of code to create the lines needed to write my name. And when I hit the go button and ran the program, it would write my name on the screen and then it would erase it and then it would write it on there again. And then it would erase it. I thought it was pretty cool. My brother was there with me. I think we maybe had some other friends with us. I can't remember for sure. But there it was. Boom. But no sooner had I completed the program, the sales rep came over, hit the power switch, and looked me right in the eye and said, these are not toys. You need to leave the store. Whoa. All right. Maybe you could have told me in the last 20 minutes at some point. I was just having fun. It wasn't like I was writing, you know, Radio Shack stinks on the screen. I was just putting my name on there and it was easily reset without having powered off the entire thing. He could have come over and said, Hey, how about you make it say, you know, something else that supports the store? Can you program something else on there? That's kind of cool. He could have encouraged me, but no, he just powered it off and asked me to leave the store because it wasn't a toy. Well, the topic of today's show is, yeah, this is supposed to be fun. The people who make it are the people who see this as fun. I'm guessing that guy didn't go on to be a retail sales champ, or an internet marketing all-star, that sales rep that flipped the switch on me. And he easily could have killed my dreams, but he didn't. You know, I love computers. But here's the thing. I am not a techie guy now. I don't program computers anymore. I don't jump into the technology anymore. Sure, I understand it. I have an appreciation for people who do, I'm capable of programming, but I haven't coded or designed or gotten into the nerdy technical details of computers in a couple decades. I was kind of burnt out on it, to be honest with you. I did so much of it. It was kind of a hobby. So the premise, the question of today's show is, how technical do I have to be in order to have an internet business? Some people are still under the impression that your technical skills your ability to program or design build websites change fonts those sorts of things you know create a good layout th- that's where the skill set is and i just i need to destroy that impression that some people have that has nothing to do with it the models of success that we teach has all a lot more to do with building relationships and being willing to do a little bit of research with your computer turned off pick up the phone A lot of the models we teach have nothing to do at all with understanding technology. Some people come to us sometimes, and the reason I'm making this episode is they come to us and they say, "Ah, I'm just not very technical. I'm just not very technical at all. That gives you an advantage. The people who struggle are the people who try to dive into the tech. They want to be their own web designer. They want to create their own font for their website. They want to dive into the technology, and they want to take 50 hours of Photoshop so they can design their own logo. Those are the people who get stuck in the weeds. Those of us who keep it simple, however, we have a huge advantage. Building a website to me entails this. I'm going to go find someone that could build me a website. I'm going to pay them a few dollars because there's a lot of people out there that can build a pretty website for a few dollars. That's how you build a website. You don't learn how to build websites. You don't go buy three books at the bookstore and sit down and read how to build a website. That's crazy talk. It's not about how many skills you have. I even have... A saying that I've shared several times around here goes something like this, bring me any skill that you have, any tech skill that you have. It doesn't matter what the skill is, the technology skill that you have, and tell me how great you are at that skill. And then give me five minutes on Google. Just five minutes. That's all I need. Five minutes and an internet connection. I will find a list of people who are better than you are at that task. They're less expensive than you are. They're more fun to work with. They can get the work done quicker. (laughs) You see where I'm going? Like It's not about the tech skills at this point, guys. It's about the creative strategies. It's about carving out your own space. It's about doing something that only you can do, creating your own products, carving out a niche. That's where we get your attention around here, not on the tech skills. So if you come to me and you say, hey, Jim, how much tech skills do I need to do this? I'm going to say none. You don't even need to really be able to turn on a computer and you can have an amazing internet business. What? What did you just say? Yeah, you, you don't have to do that. The only thing I really use my computer for these days, answering email, creating this podcast. I don't do anything tech. I get on Facebook and I interact with our audience. I mean, if you can do those things, that's how the level of tech that you need. It's going to feel more like, I had mentioned earlier, building relationships, maybe sourcing profitable products. And that can be done offline. Maybe you do it online. Maybe you do it by picking up the phone, calling wholesalers, making deals, finding partnerships, that sort of thing. The business skills that were needed to build a great business have never changed. And just because the internet is here now, it still hasn't changed. It's about relationships and finding unique ways to create value in the market. It's not about learning how to program websites. So hopefully I've convinced some of you who are sitting on the fence at this point that this is something you can do. Yeah, it's something you can do. My silent sales machine book dives a little deeper in. There's no tech. That's one of the, I make a couple promises to you in the book. One of them is you don't have to go learn a bunch of new technology skills to do any of this stuff. And the other one is you're not going to have to write any really big checks and then hope it all works out someday. That's the way business used to work. The beauty of business now is it's very inexpensive to fail and you can fail your way forward into all kinds of unimaginable opportunities. doesn't cost you anything or it costs you a few dollars to try. That's the kind of business opportunities we bring you. So jump in with confidence. You can do this. There's people nowhere near as smart as you are who are killing it online right now. I guarantee it. And I know you're smart because you listen to this show, right? That's how I knew that. All right, this is Jim signing off. Silent Sales Machine Radio. I love doing this. God bless you, business building warrior. I'm in your corner. Can't wait to do it again real soon.